0: the Happiest Places to Work podcast. I'm Amy Dix, international best-selling author, speaker, and founder of Choose Happy. We create and build insanely happy workforces for companies around the world. We believe that by creating better people at work, they will create better businesses and better businesses build a better world. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the most inspiring podcasts in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go.
1: Hey, crazy happy people. Thanks for choosing the Happiest Places to Work podcast. I'm your host, Star Henderson, and today we have Elon Sudberg at alchemistlabs.com. How are you doing, Elon?
2: Doing great. Yourself?
1: I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Let me and our audience know what you do at Alchemist Labs.
2: So Alchemist Labs is a uh, third-party, father-and-son-owned quality control lab. Uh, We focus on testing dietary supplements, specifically plants. So anything in the botanical uh, realm, uh, we don't make anything. We basically test raw ingredients Mm -hmm. all the way through finished products already, uh, uh, the store shelves for, uh, identity and potency, which means essentially, did they buy the right plants and is it of the, uh, correct quality? Um, we do this for companies all over the world. It is Mm -hmm. federally regulated and required. A lot of people think the dietary supplements are not regulated. They're very heavily regulated in fact, uh, and it is required by law to do uh, either this type of testing on your own or uh, with a lab like ourselves.
1: Got it. Yeah. I am. Um, I am one of those people. I did feel like a lot of it isn't regulated. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I know I have read or heard, you know, people read the ingredients list and be like, mm, am I really sure that that's what it is? And so that's what right. you guys do. Prove, exactly. Prove that exactly. what the bottle says is true.
2: What's in the bottles on the label or vice versa.
1: Got it. All right. Well, um, and, and what is your role there? So that's
2: so, the company. Uh, CEO, which is chief everything officer. Yep. Essentially. Uh, father and I started uh, the company right out of high school for me. Um, he was a chiropractor acupuncturist uh, with a background in herbal medicine and sold herbs to his patients. Um, my first job was actually helping to prepare those herbs like tinctures, like a, a tea with solvents. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I've been in the herb industry since I was born, essentially. Uh, and then in 1997, we started the lab uh, for ourselves to actually do our own quality control.
1: So, why is the topic of happiness important to you guys at Alchemist Labs?
2: So I never meant to be CEO. I my degrees <laughs> in chemistry. Uh, this this kind of happened. The lab kind of took off, and I grabbed held onto it and have led it since. Uh, so I basically I have no management experience from Wharton or Harvard or wherever people go for
0: life experience.
2: Life experience. Yeah. I, I have uh, I have a good baseline of how I like to be treated. And so I just kind of, uh, you know, I believe in treating people how I want to be treated. It's just kind of a core principle for me. Um, the word reciprocity is 14 feet long on our wall sure. in the lobby. It's one of our core values and it just means treat people how you want to be treated.
0: Sure. Um,
2: and so that's my core management uh, tactic is treat people how you want to be treated. And, and um, in that is happiness. And as CEO, I'm kind of um, the, you know, the leader that take my team into, you know, battle and we're not in the military and we don't risk our lives. So there's no remote comparison. Right. But the fact <laughs> that We are taking a, an effort to go from here to there to do something and they have to follow me and um, uh, they have to want to follow me. You know, right. if it's just a paycheck, they don't stay long. And uh, so I think that uh, having a happy staff is really critical for productivity, for morale, for just company culture, for, um, the staff retention. It, it's has its fingers in everything.
1: Got it. So the golden rule, you live by the golden rule. And, um, I was going to ask, so you, I mean, do you have that actual conversation and it sounds like you do under that guise of reciprocity?
2: Yeah, we have, um, software that we use for, um, internal meetings and, and, uh, reviews and it, 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 bounces whenever we have quarterly reviews. Every employee gets a quarterly review, Mm -hmm. uh, basically, I guess, uh, an annual, but uh, four times a year. And it does ask the question, are you adhering to those goals? Um, So if there was an incident where someone was written up for poor teamsmanship or something like that, that would be a point against reciprocity. Um, But, you know, they are judged upon all of our values. And reciprocity is one of the big ones for us.
1: Got it. It sounds like, too, like not only are you treating them the way... Um, you want to be treated, but you're teaching them that that's exactly how they need to be working with their coworkers and with the leadership up and down the chain.
2: Right. Exactly. I should add, uh, my wife has a PhD in organizational psychology. Mm -hmm. So this whole concept of work-life balance and employee happiness engagement came from me being married to her. So I have my own essentially an associate of arts spousal degree of that. (laughs) And this all happened when I was starting and running the company. So um, she worked for some big fortune 500s. And I remember her having the opposite of work-life balance. And I remember being on the opposite side of my spouse. I was home already, she was still at work, coming home, eating dinner quickly, getting back to work, waking up repeat, just being just miserable. Just work
1: was priority, work, work, work. Yeah.
2: So I remember her being miserable and I remember feeling like a miserable spouse of a miserable employee. And so I yeah. I wish it was legal to actually survey my, my staff's partners. Like how happy are you is really important, but how happy is your wife or your husband or if i can talk to their dogs you know to see like how is it are they bringing the stress home from work is it sure. you know that to me is a really great litmus test that i have yet been able to, to really do because you know they the so have happy spouse happy you know happy wife happy life or happy right. spouse happy happy life if your spouse is, hates your job because you work too much you're likely to not stay for long you yeah know? absolutely
1: yeah, and that's great. Um, Segway to retention. What are the things that you guys are doing other than, you know, um, doing the surveys and the quarterly reviews, yeah. but thinking beyond just the employee? Yeah. What well, sorry, things-
2: we have a software called Tiny Pulse. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. It's, uh, it's an anonymous uh, employee engagement software. So mm-hmm. every two weeks, a, uh, a question is asked. And these are questions that have been written up by organizational psychologists. Um, but every month repeating is how happy are you at work? Specifically at work, um, and so I have I have a baseline of three years of data now of my staff, and I can Beautiful. see um, when we moved our facility, the happiness went down, and then when mm-hmm. we finally got there and back, the happiness went up. And when a certain lab director was here, it was a terrible, terrible, terrible lab director. This happiness went down. Then once he left, it went up, and it stayed up. And so we asked all sorts of interesting questions. So that's one thing, you know. It's not just happiness. to like you know what, what's things that we can do to improve um, various mm-hmm. OD questions. And that's every two weeks I get data for my staff anonymous. So I have real time, you know, whoever's participating uh, in that uh, survey data um, to the point where actually on our website, on our our culture page, I put the happiness quotients on there automatically. So the survey is linked to our website through some magical robots that I don't get to change it or put it it automatically updates. You know, to my commitment towards staff culture and happiness, which Again, staff happiness and cultures is so critical. It's more important than pay. It's more important than benefits. Um, You know, people who are more um, hungry for money will find better, different jobs. You know, there are different uh, places to work in this area and you'll work differently. You'll have different culture, but maybe a bit more money. And if that's what's important to you, it's a bad fit here. Uh, Not to say that we don't pay well, we pay well, but I'm in biotech and biotech is in the billions and we're not a billion dollar corp. So I have to compete those types of jobs. And I do that with culture, with benefits, you know, with, with concerning myself with the happiness of the staff.
1: Yeah. That's, and that, that app or the, the software you said is tiny pulse. Tiny pulse. Did I get that right. Tiny pulse,
2: yeah, tiny, like pulse of a, like your body. Pulse yeah. Makes.
1: Yeah. I got the pulse part, but I wasn't yeah, sure about the tiny, tiny part. So yeah, you that's, that's you cool. Ask, real time.
2: Yeah. You can ask questions every two weeks or every week or longer. And the questions are generated automatically. You don't, ch- you, you don't get to pick them. You can be like, do you want pizza or burritos for the holiday party? You can ask a question like <laughs> sure. that, but um, and the employees are able to um answer the question with a numbers or a written thing. They also have the ability to offer um anonymous suggestions um or just comments on each other's mm-hmm. stuff. So you get some people who uh you know, we've called it tiny punch or tiny soapbox sometimes. <laughs> All right, it's it's dangerous territory to ca- concern yourself uh you know a lot with the entire staff's response to these things because there's some version of a balance between this person will never be happy or this person's just trying to kiss up you know, you find the middle ground and right. listen to those rather than just the outlier of super angry sad, or the super happy. This is the best place ever. Yeah. Um, so there's some danger in that, but we try to even it out and just listen to the the overall message from the staff and we make changes as a result. And then we celebrate those changes. Um, it's a great software. And I, I, I lean on it quite a bit for company culture here.
1: Yeah. And I got to believe that, you know, you were talking about the outliers, but like if you have data for three years, I mean, you're going to be seeing trends regardless yes, of where, you absolutely. know, those those outlying votes are not. Yeah. Um, and I, then the ability to be able to ask a question, like if you do have a move coming up or, yeah. you know, the pandemic starts and people right. want to know about working from home or not working from home, you have the ability to insert a question to be like, hey, exactly. what's the pulse?
2: Well, and they actually came up with, um, that there was a whole social equality bunch of questions that came out, you know, how are you feeling about all this? What are your experiences? How do you feel here? There's also a series of COVID questions about when are you comfortable coming to work? Are you, what are you going to be taking the vaccine or not? Um, Not, you know, no, no requirements to come back to work, but from those answers, but just to get a a pulse on the staff before I find out through rumors, you know, through the game of telephone (laughs) for staff members down that people are upset, you know. I find out, and they're since it's anonymous, it's you know people come out and they they're real transparent about what they're feeling, and I, bet. I get data that I would never have never have had because you know I'm ask
1: surprises.
2: Yeah, yeah, and, and you know I usually go like employee to supervisor to manager, it's director to CEO, but I go lab tech to CEO. Yeah. I get everyone's uh, stance on things, and it's really valuable. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, in, in terms of the pandemic and this move and working from home or making those decisions, how is everybody doing?
2: You know, we are, uh, one, we're a laboratory, so I can't send equipment home with people. Right. Um, so billing, sales, accounting, uh, when this all first happened, we sent them all home. Anyone who was mm-hmm. in the age of delicacy, um, I sent them home. I don't know if that's the right word, delicacy. Of, I of thought
1: them. that was a beautiful word. Honestly, when you said it, I was like, that's perfect. I mean, yeah. Makes me hungry
2: saying delicacy, but. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> no, I think it's. I think that's the right word here.
2: Uh, so we sent them home, but um, we are essential workers. So we were uh, given uh, a notice from the uh, Department of um, Homeland Security that we should stay open, which was yeah. just, you know a breath of fresh air uh, through a mask for me as an owner because um, you know if there was a few weeks there we didn't know if we were going to be able to stay open and.
1: Sure. Yeah, I can't make
2: money. A few months or a few weeks of no revenue is just the end. You, yeah. you know, you know. So, so I think with that, the staff was very happy to have a job mm-hmm. because they all knew we all knew people who didn't, um, yeah. and we were all very happy to have. We had just moved from a very small facility to this one. We increased our size by four times. So, had we been in the old facility, it would have been much more difficult to comply with the with the spacing. But this new facility is huge, and we have space to to you know space out. We move people's cube spaces around, and just it worked really well. So. I think there's a lot of just um, gratitude that we were able to stay open. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, uh, 10% of my staff has shown up with COVID here. Um, I have had four cases on site. Good news is that it didn't transmit here. Um, you know, we, work, we wear these masks all day, every day uh, right, yeah. the, in the office. Uh, we hand them out to the staff. Um, we have all the good cleaning chemicals you could imagine. So someone's cleaning out, we do temperature checks. So proud to say we haven't transmitted COVID here,
1: it's but just, It gets, it has me
2: through staff and some people have been really sick. Some people have been shoulder shrug sick. So yeah, ultimately there's a positive vibe towards how we've handled the whole experience because we've clearly handled it well and everyone's happily to be uh, still employed.
1: Yeah. And you're taking that mental, mental temperature all the way through with that app and and just making sure, you know, if it's going to go sideways, you know, which way to to head it off. Absolutely. Um, what does uh, what the happiest place to work look like to you? I mean, obviously you're employed. You're not planning on going anywhere, I don't think, as a father and son business. But when you think about where this is all going, what are some, you know, big ideas?
2: You know, I think people have this sense that Google, as an example, or Apple, or these big companies with tons of benefits and dry cleaners and concierge-like services are the happiest places to work. But I, I know some people actually have children who work there and, and it's, it's, it's not that case. I mean, they have all these luxuries and benefits, but they work hard. They work long hours. They offer dry cleaning services. So you don't have to leave early you know, it's, I don't say it's a trap, but it's, it's definitely keep people employed and engaged. That said, I did take a lot of those perks, uh, here when we moved to this facility, we have a nice humongous break room with tons of free snacks and drinks and coffee and ping pong tables. There's a gym, there's a nap room. Um, people bring their guitars to work and play on their breaks. And yeah. you know, so to me, uh, you know, work is work. Some people will never want to do it. Like they just, I was kind of say, kind of say earlier when we're talking about this there's, there's a sense of, maybe this is not the right way to say, it, but you can't crack crazy.
0: Hmm. And maybe
2: crazy is a protected uh, class now or soon, but uh, I don't mean to be. Um, on well, You said
1: there's a category of people that just are, are never happy. And, never and, you know, it, is, it is. Yeah. And that's, um, do you guys have uh, programs to address that? You know, Uh,
2: uh, we have development plans for people. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, We're real trend. There's no like program for so and so who's unhappy. But as an example, we you know we have a we have a business. We've set this whole thing up. We make money. um, Employees work hard or harder than some people. So there's an occasional one out of thirty younger employees who feel like they should get paid as much as we make because they did all the work. Mm. That's just not how businesses run. I mean, we don't start businesses so I can pay everyone out for all doing the work. We we make the this place. So you to come get paid for doing your skill and come home with some money and benefits. And and so those people will never be happy. They always think that they should get paid more and more and more and, or could get paid more and more. And in Mm -hmm. fact, the last person who left um, with that sense, we didn't rehire and we're doing perfectly great and fine without them, which goes to show you that they didn't really contribute that much and no, I didn't need to give them all of the money that they sort of made in in their service. So um, it's a challenge and you'll, you, uh, I think as an, as a leader, I've learned to just know that I can't please everyone and there will always be, you know, if that person leaves, there'll be someone else who takes the, the role of never happy. Um, yeah. but that said, We do a lot. We do a lot to just kind of make it. So it's a, a place that, that doesn't suck. You know, we treat people how, how we want <laughs> to be treat. That's a good
1: quality. <laughs> right? That's a basic standard, right? That's a rest yeah. process.
2: We pay competitively. We've got really, really great benefits, uh, the health, health benefits. We've got tons of PTO you know, I want it, like I said, the, the limit, the the, t- the test for me is whether the partners of my uh, employees want them to work there.
1: Yeah. You, know, like, you said you couldn't tap into them, but um, yeah. do you do like, you know, some, I'm just thinking the old school family days or something like that, we where you can kind of just to. off, you know, do sidebars conversations. Yeah,
2: we, used, we used to have um, like employee picnics, things like mm-hmm. that in the summer, uh, COVID killed that. Um, so we have like an internal party, brought friends and family and we, you know, do that every we were doing that once a year. Um, COVID kind of killed that. We're, you know, seeking to do something like that again. Probably an outdoor something event. Something
1: to or, look forward to, yeah.
2: Yeah, something to bring the family and friends here again. Because again, it's nice for people to show where they work, to show where they sit, to show their kids or their grandpa. I mean, people, people brought their parents, people brought their kids, people brought their girlfriends. It was really cool to see them excited to show um, where they are. I mean, to me, this is you know, it's my everything. But it's it's also it's been my everything for twenty five years. So it's not sure. it's not as right. exciting. So like why would someone want to see your cube space? But, no, they do. They want to see where their kid or their boyfriend or their girlfriend or their parents works and then Yeah.
1: See. Yeah, I think that makes that emotional attachment when you're thinking Absolutely. of someone at work and you you yeah. know, you can envision them doing something important then it makes yeah. you know, you yeah. you proud of them and helps you support yeah. them. So I think um yeah. I mean, COVID is not, um, well may it may or may not be around forever, right? I guess it will be around forever, but with measures that you should be able to get people back into work and into yeah. places and have, you know, yeah. your family picnics and, and uh, have all of those. Yeah, exactly. To look forward to.
2: I also think that, um, I'm, uh, I have a three and a half and a five and a half year old, uh, two kids with my wife and, uh, so I'm pretty new to the the breeding game. So I'm, 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 I, I, still remember the infant days and I'm very compassionate to people with family, even the ones who are 13 and 17 year olds. Like, I, you know, this is hard. This is yeah. hard now. It's hard later. So I'm, I bring that to the table too, as you know, right. um, but the fact that I'm a, you know, I'm a family man, you know, um, love my wife to death, love my kids to death. It's, it's kind of my core values is, uh, is family and work life balance. So it, right. that that brings to the table, the culture. Um, you know, my competitors are, are big, massive billion dollar corporations and no one knows who actually runs them. He's someone somewhere else in a mm-hmm. big office somewhere else. You know, I'm on a hugging basis with, with the majority of my, uh, yeah, I my got
1: a real sense of that when you were talking about, you know, what, what keeps your employees around. It's the relationships, Yeah. you know, it's, yeah. and so you have perks at other places, but yeah. um, you know, dry cleaning does not build a relationship in in my mind, although I mean, it certainly is an added bonus, but it'd be one of those things I want to put on top of everything else that I've right. done.
2: It just means um, that I'm gonna trick you to work longer is what dry well, <laughs>
1: um, I have to ask, and I want to close with this question, and I don't know. I might be opening a can of worms, but you're a father and son business. So like what are you know, how are you breaking these stereotypes there as far as family business, and how are you guys keeping that uh-huh. a, a happy relationship?
2: I don't think we're breaking a stereotype (laughs) to add to it. uh, I should add that uh, my mother and my father are divorced. They've been divorced for a long time. Uh, She worked with us as well. And we hired Mm her uh, 14, 15 years ago, back when my father and her were not so good together. And the first HR person I brought in was because of my parents.
1: I see. Okay. So 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 it's so kind of stereotypical. You still got
2: challenges. You know, my father and I have a really great work relationship. Um, We try to stay in our lanes. He covers the CSO route. I cover the CEO route. Mm -hmm. Um, He don't bother me in finance and business and marketing, and I don't bother him in chemistry. And um, it works the majority of the time. You know, we have our our moments where we get heated, uh, like a CSO and CEO may not because we're father and son. Right. And then also the whole father and son dynamic of, you know, technically I'd be promoted or directed to him for, (laughs) <laughs> uh, guidance and, you know, direction. And it's the opposite. Uh, yeah. So it's a little bit strange for my uh, internal brain, but uh it works really well. And um I think it adds to our culture of just having this family, father and son. Uh So it's not like a married couple. Yeah. It's the, the multi-generation, you know, uh, company. I think that has a nice nice sense to it.
1: Yeah. I think it comes full circle and just kind of, yeah. you you know, um, practicing kind of what you're preaching and, um, you know, Perfect. bringing to work, what you feel is important all around. So,
2: yeah.
1: um, well, great, great overview of Alchemist Labs and your leadership you. style and everything that's going on over there to keep it, um, employees happy. Thanks for your time today.
2: My pleasure. Thank you.
0: Amy Dix here. Thank you so much for listening to the Happiest Places to Work podcast. If you are a CEO, HR director, or wellness director for a successful company and would like to be on this program, please visit choose-happy.me slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Happiest Places to Work podcast. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up. Ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, choose-happy.me, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at Amy N. Dix. Thanks for listening. This is Amy Dix, and we will see you next time.